This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is my, well, these walls are thin. Um, yeah, I had to start saying these walls are thin, and I'm hitting 222 again. Um, I hope you guys are having a lovely Wednesday. I am, I'm going to start this podcast off by saying this. I wish I recorded Kanye West, you know, when he was telling Jay-Z to call him or whatever, but I didn't do that. And plus, I don't have like a a sound recording board in front of me. So I'm going to say this. If you are doing something with me, call me. Call me. You know my number. You know where I stay at. And I know you know where I stay at because I gave you my address so you can call me an Uber to go home. Call me, friend. Talk to me. Don't let stuff just pop up out of nowhere and I don't know where it's going. You're weird. With that being said, today's podcast is going to be about Kelly Price and her shenanigans. They're not funny, but I have my theory as to also why Kelly Price went radio silent. So that will be today's topic. But before we get into today's topic, we will be talking about uh well we well of course we're gonna be talking about stories that caught my eye first and foremost let me talk about it real quick (laughs) congratulations to the atlanta braves they won the world series i was crying last night it has been a long time coming for anybody in atlanta to win anything Girl, oh my God, y'all don't understand. Oh my goodness, I was literally crying when I saw it popped up on my feed. I was not watching the game, so now I know when the teams are winning in Atlanta, don't watch the freaking game. So I will not be watching the Super Bowl. I will not be watching the Hawks play anymore. I'm just going to be doing what I normally do, which is just sitting here, uh, watching videos of this hot guy eating a whole lot of food. And yeah, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. I want to go to the, uh, to the parade, but uh, ill COVID. So Thank, oh my God, this is the best feeling ever. And it was crazy because me and my mom, we were shopping for her wedding and we were shopping uh, for tights and stuff. Um, I got some sexy animal print lens and flower ones, girl. Your girl have plans on being sexy this cold season. And um, anyway, but... Me and my mom, we stopped and there was a section with the Braves and my mom was like, do you want to get a Braves t-shirt? And I was like, 
Something told me, go ahead and get it. I had a feeling they were going to win. Once again, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. Oh, I can totally cry. It's been forever since we won anything. So congratulations. Um, but once again, Braves, you know you didn't build your stadium um, near a historical black church, which is why the Haw- the why the Falcons are cursed. Probably why the Hawks are cursed too. I don't know. The Hawks almost went to the championship last year. Maybe they can make it again. I don't know. But congratulations again. I'm so proud of you guys. I want to go to the parade. But once again, I am very uh, cautious. So, yeah. With that being said, we're going to continue. What's some more news and stories that's been going on lately? Girl, let me tell y'all something. I am so emotionally confused right now, and I'm so emotionally disturbed. I don't know what to do. Um, I let go and let God. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I have let go, let God, seriously. Um, on so many occasions, and it's like stuff like this pops up, and you're like, you know what? I don't even understand. So today we're going to talk about some stories that I found to be very, 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 very interesting. I don't have a mini, so we're going to talk about these. I'm going to, of course, start with the dark ones. I'm, well, I'm going to start with a dark one first, and then we're going to end up light. Um, I'm trying to keep a lot of the stories I do light. Because it's holiday season and nobody want to think about how bad things are. They just want to think about chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir and folks just up like Eskimos. Everybody knows. Okay, y'all know what I'm talking about. Nobody wants to think about negative stuff. But negative news do happen. So I'm going to do the dark news first, and then we're going to go to the light news. Um, the first uh, story I found on It's On Site, it says, Skydiver trying to break the Guinness World Record dies right before the jump. This contributor to the story is Shady Porter, and it says, Florida man who was trying to break a Guinness World Record, but skydiving ended up dying right before they were able to do the stunt, the Detroit Free Press reports. Thomas Noonan III, 47, and his friends, Jim Wingington, were trying to do a tandem skydive from 41,000 feet last month, but a number of things went wrong in the air. Wingington jumped out, but Noonan's foot got stuck and he was still in the plane while Wingington was hanging out of it. An oxygen system that malfunctioned and they had a few members of the crew on the plane briefly lost consciousness. After Wingington regained consciousness, his dangling body was pulled back into the plane. CPR was started on Noonan, but he never woke back up. He had done over 10,000 jumps in his life all over the world, and his friend planned to scatter his ashes on the future skydives. Um, rest in peace, sir. That's sad. Um, it's sad, but, you know, he was doing what he loved and what he wanted to do. He wanted to break a record. 
Um, I would say this, always check what the planets are doing and what they contribute to you. And also, it wouldn't hurt to pray, put holy water on some stuff. Um, just keep the energy positive. You got to always check the temperature of the day. I'm not just talking about the air temperature. I'm talking about the, the vibes of the day. Because a lot of times you know when something bad is going to happen. Because a lot of stuff goes awire. So, yeah. Um, rest in peace. Thomas Noonan, um, my thoughts are goes out to your family. I don't say prayers because I, I, you forget to pray for people while you're praying for yourself. And um, people say that you say thoughts and prayers and you totally forget to pray for the, the family that needs to be prayed for. But I hope you have several family friend members that are praying for you and your family to get through this tough time. Um, it's tough to lose family during the holiday season. It's hard. So I hope all is well. Um, this next story is from the shade room and its contributor is Rihanna D and it says Shanghai Disneyland shuts down with more than 40, with more than 30 K people inside after one person tests positive for the Steven. Oh boy. We were just going to act like it's not there. Okay. It says, Shanghai health authorities were not playing on Sunday evening after one person tested positive while inside the city's Disneyland's park. According to Ed NPR, the city suddenly closed Shanghai Disneyland with more than 30,000 people inside after a woman who visited the park on Saturday last later tested positive for coronavirus. The city also shut down, shut down the metro station that serviced the park and all visitors were given COVID tests. Shanghai announced on Monday that all 33,863 Disneyland guests who were tested over the weekend came back negative and authorities say they will have to be tested again before they're allowed to exit the park, according to the Associated Press. Um, read the remainder on the shade room. Um, this is how you do it, you know. People are supposed to be given tests anyway in the entrance. Um, this is how you do it. This is how you handle it. You, Everybody has to leave and go home. Um, so it's good that it was only one person that was tested with the coronavirus. Um, and it's good that they took precautions. And it's good that they keep continue to take precautions. But to the Disney World and the Florida, uh, y'all still going after thousands of people were tested positive. Y'all need to learn what Shanghai is doing. Because, <laughs> yo, acting like this thing don't exist. I mean, I was looking at the Rolling Loud Festival in New York. First and foremost, y'all were too close to each other. Second and foremost, I didn't see nobody with a mask on. But this is the correct way of dealing with something. You find out one person got it, you shut everybody down, make them go to their rooms, then figure out what to do. So, uh, shout out to Shanghai Disneyland. I will be visiting you if they let me. Yeah. 
This next story is from the Jasmine brand. It's a little positivity coming up over there with Dame Dash and Jay-Z. Um, its contributor is Nick Alexander Finley, and it says Dame Dash says he's ready to make peace with Jay-Z and in their legal battle. The culture needs to see two strong black men working out problems. It says, as you recall, Rockefeller Records co-founder Damon Dash and Jay-Z have been in a continuous legal battle since June. Now Damon Dash is saying he's ready to end his feud with Jay-Z. While speaking on Jay-Z's shout out, he stated, according to page six, it was beautiful. I'm glad he said it for the culture. We need to squash everything. So hopefully if that was an extend olive branch, I spin one back. I have no beef with him. If he has no beef with me. Let's get lawyers out of it and let's talk like men, but I definitely appreciate it. He continued, I would never want you to think that we have to go to court to resolve anything. We can talk it out and the culture needs to see two strong black men working out problems. Even if they work together, they can go their separate ways. They can still be cool. We should not be divided. We have accomplished too much for to be beefing. There ain't no way I'm never going to not consider him my brother. It's just that we don't see eye to eye. That's so beautiful. I love it here. Oh. I like that. I like how he did that. I like that. Yeah. Um, next story goes along with this circus called Darius McCray. Uh being crusty. Uh, cause I'm gonna be honest with you, nobody gives a damn who Krusty the clown is with. Um, nobody cares. This next story um, is from, oh, Lord. <laughs> this next story is from the Jasmine brand, and it says, actor Darius McCray is engaged to Rick James' ex-wife, Tanya James. Honey, actor previously said singer was his godfather. So you over here with your godfather, ex-wife, got you, clown. Got you. Um, but you want to deny the whole Sydney star situation that you and Sydney are together. Got you. This next story is from it's on site.com. This contributor is Shady Porter. It says Rick Ross' son and baby mama Tia Kemp are sued by her ex who wants them evicted. Tia Kemp and the teenage son she shares with Rick Ross, William Robert III were sued by her ex-boyfriend who claimed they were abusive and would not leave his home, Radar reports. The publication got his hands on a court document that shows Kemp's ex, Jason Hiley, claims that he has been trying to get them and their son out of his Fort Lauderdale home since they broke up. He is trying to evict them, saying they won't leave or keep coming back. The romantic relationship deteriorated and Hiley acts has asked the defendants to move out of the property several times to no avail, the lawsuit says. The lawsuit states that Kemp has a temporary domestic violent junction against his against her, but she kept going to his house to steal and destroy items and harass his family members. Tia claimed the allegations are untrue. He ended up drop drop he ended up dropping the claim against Ross' 16-year-old son, and last month he and Kemp were able to work out everything in court besides the restraining order. A judge will decide in January if she should be permanent. 
Y'all. I ain't got no opinion. That's just silly. Um, this next story, I just want to talk about how nice this house is that Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys got. I got this from V103, The Kenny Burns Show. It says, Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys showcase their home in black luxury with latest feature in architectural digest. And this home was inspired by Tony Stark's mansion. I can see the resemblance. It's gorgeous. It says, um, during the breathtaking tour, fans get a glimpse of the duo's mansion, which is filled with artworks by various black artists, a fleet of Ferraris, an infinity pool, and a recording studio tucked away in a space Keith's husband called the grown-up floor. Boasting view over the Pacific Ocean, the home is said to have inspired Tony Stark's mansion in the Iron Man franchise, according to the Architectural Digest, which is dedicating the historic cover story of its December issue to the property. It is gorgeous. I mean, it's beautiful. Okay. That is a beautiful home. Do anybody stay in that house? It don't like nobody stay there. <laughs> it's gorgeous. This concludes today's stories that intrigue me got my attention i know i'm gonna find some more and i'm gonna have to do them tomorrow um yeah um i'm going to be talking about Kelly Price situation. I'm not making light of her having COVID. I, I'm just not. Uh, this is not making light of her having COVID. This is the 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 drama she started. We're making light of that. We're not making light of anybody having COVID or anybody flatlining from COVID. Um, it's a very serious situation. I know you all might feel like I joke around or make fun of this or anything like that. But at the end of the day, um, I'm not joking. I know it's serious. This is why I stay in my little cocoon of a room because your girl don't want COVID-19. I don't want no smoke with COVID. Now, when I'm serious, I call it COVID. Um... But the drama she created just for not answering her family is re-damn-diculous. Um, when you're sick and you have something dangerous like COVID, being secretly hoeing is not the time or place for you to not answer your family. Um, everybody know when you get 
COVID-19 and you are hospitalized for COVID-19, you are not allowed to be around no one. I don't know if y'all remember, but the first few cases they had with people who had COVID-19, they were isolated from the world and it was depressing and it was sad. Um, when people got it. They weren't able to speak to nobody. They weren't able to talk to no one. All these things. But it's all boils down to her not wanting to be bothered and her being shady. Um, I feel like the whole situation would have been avoided if her boyfriend or husband Girl, we haven't even differentiated between that yet. Was it your husband or your boyfriend or the husband that's supposed to be your ex-husband or your new husband? That part is messy. Um, You don't want your family to know you were doing some things. My thing is you grown and it's none of their business and they are not okay with you getting yours. Okay, but... Still, for anybody in your life to not talk to your family when you're in a situation and you're basically flatlined due to COVID. You need to say something. Say something. Or tell your man to talk to them. Explain what's going on. So we're going to be talking about this messy situation. I'm going to tell you my theory as to why I think she did not speak to no one or why she didn't say anything. Um, so I want y'all to sit back and relax. I want y'all to uh, get you some snacks. I know y'all got remainder of Halloween candy. I'm thinking about going to the store and get me some discounted chocolate after this. I got this story from Daily Mail because it chronicalized the situation very well. Um, I was trying to chronicalize it and I couldn't get any real true timestamps on this. I should have got the timestamps why it was happening, but I didn't. Um, so unfortunately, that's what happened. You know, things always act the fool when you over here trying to do something. <laughs> the story was written by Brian Marks and Ronnie Reyes. Um, it was published on September 25th, 2021. Um, it says, gospel singer Kelly Price's sister says family hasn't seen her in over a month following a hospital release. As Price's attorney says, she's safe despite being reported missing. Kelly Price, 48, was... She's only 48? Okay. Kelly Price, 48, was reported missing last Saturday after being released from the hospital after a month-long battle with COVID-19. Price's sister, Sheree Sheree Price, told BNC News on Friday... 
that her family has seen Kelly in well over a month following her discharge. She urged her sister to go to the cops if she was able to make her whereabouts known. Price attorney Monica Ewing said the star is not missing and still recovering. Her family told police Price's boyfriend, Terrell Babbers, was not allowing them to see Price after she was released in late August despite her poor conditions. Police searched the house and questioned Babbers, saying there was no evidence of foul play involved in the missing case. The gospel singer has released a new album, Grace, earlier this year. Kelly Price's sisters say her family is frantic in it as they try to locate the gospel singer after she was reported missing in Georgia. Sheree Sheree Price spoke to BNC News on Friday claiming family members hadn't seen Price in well over a month since she was discharged from a hospital after testing positive for COVID-19. Now, I want to talk a little bit about that part right there. Um, with this new strand, I think it's the Delta variant. They're saying that people are in a hospital from the Delta variant for a whole month now. So with the original strand, which is 19 C-19, the original strand used to be in the hospital for like 10 to 14 days. But with the new strand, the Delta variant, you are in the hospital for a whole month. The reason I know this is because I haven't watched B-Love's son. Damn it, what's his name? B-Love's oldest son got COVID-19, the Delta variant. And he was in the hospital for a whole month. He, he even went home with the respirator. So if she had not spoken to them for a whole month, it's because she had the Delta variant. Um, so for her not getting back, she was really sick. Okay. Just to explain a little bit of the information I heard about the whole Delta variant and how severe it is. Let me continue this story. Price's sister shared her concern shortly after the singer attorney, Monica Ewan, told TMZ that she is not missing and is continuing to recover at an undisclosed location. According to Sheree, her niece and nephew last saw Price in the hospital on August 13th prior to her being discharged. Okay, so she wasn't in the hospital. She was discharged. Okay. She said family members were confused, upset, and scared for Price. Please, Kelly, if you're okay, please just show up, she begged. Go to the cops, do something. Do we have to see you physically? But we do. Ha but we have to see you physically. Sheree also urged anyone might know about her, about Price's whereabouts to come forward. She confirmed that Price's family had gotten no update on her sister conditions after she was discharged from the hospital. Sheree also clarified that she had gone to Price's house and request a welfare check that was performed by the police. We haven't seen her. We haven't heard her. We don't know where my sister is, she said. She said anyone with information on Kelly whereabouts need to tell the family how to find her rather than simply passing on news of her condition. We can just take, take, take tapes or messages. We have to physically see my sister. I have to see her and make sure she's okay, she said. I am frantic. Gospel singer Kelly Price was previously reported missing in Georgia after she was released from the hospital after contracting COVID-19 in July. The single who had released a new album earlier this year had been listed as a missing person following the welfare check conducted at her home last Saturday, according to Cobb County police official. 
But her attorney, Monica Ewing, told TMZ that the singer is not missing and continued to recover from COVID at an undisclosed location. Authorities have found no evidence of foul play at the searching Price's home and speaking with her boyfriend, Terrell Babbers. Price's family had accused Babbers of keeping them away from her visiting at home when she was discharged earlier from the hospital in August. Late August, because she contracted COVID-19. Well, she contracted COVID in late July, and so she recovered in late August. So that's that's common. That makes sense to what I was saying in the beginning. In an Instagram video, Price revealed she had contracted COVID-19 on July 29th. I am COVID positive. I'm following doctor's orders. I am quarantined, feeling really strained, drained, splitting headache, but I'm not in the hospital. I'm grateful and expected to have a quick recovery, she said to her followers. Price was admitted to a hospital a few days later. The family, TMZ, the family told TMZ they had been visiting her while she was recovering in the hospital, but was shocked to learn that she was released three weeks later, despite not appearing healthy enough to leave. The concerned family had called the Cobb County Police Department to conduct welfare check on September 18th. The department said the incident is currently under investigation and Price has been officially listed missing with the National Crime Information Center. Price is a Grammy-nominated singer who first debuted as an R&B singer in 1998. She gained national fame with her first gospel album, This Is Who I Am, 15 years ago. She wasn't a gospel singer, but we're not going to argue with you guys. She was an R&B singer before she became a gospel one. She released her second gospel album, Grace, on April the 2nd. This concludes um, the article. Now I'm going to give my little two cents, girl. This whole situation is like severely messy um and it's all because nobody has communication with her and her husband her boyfriend was um the one that controlled the communication with her well to me it feels like everything was blown out of blown out of a proportion when they saw her and she didn't look good and then they left and then they didn't hear from her and then all hell broke loose. Granted, you should not take it lightly when a family member is going through COVID and are close to death threshold. It's all about talking and communicating with your family, okay? So... Now that we got that article out of the way, I want to talk about the situations that happened afterwards. Oh, she is 48. Okay. This article is from NBC News and it says Kelly Price breaks silence after she was reported missing, say she was almost dead. She almost died from COVID.
I don't want to read an article. I just want to get to the part to where um, it's so many mixed stories with this. Cause I'm looking at this. I looked at an article a few an article a few minutes ago, and it said that her man was named Babbers. I forgot his first name was Babbers, right? Now we're looking at a Daryl Crump, but the man she was married to from 1992 to 2016 was oh lord, here we go. Jeffrey Roll. She was married to him from 1992 to 2016. The article I just read said it was a guy named Babbers. And I'm looking at this whole situation and now they're saying that she's with this guy named Crump. They're saying her and her boyfriend are together, but they said that her man name is Je is named Daryl Crump. gonna read no more articles because i'm gonna tell you what i heard and i saw i have to say allegedly for legal reasons <laughs> all right <sighs> long story short the reason her family were not in contact with her the way they want to be in contact with her because she does not have a relationship with her family um because apparently they don't like her new husband new boyfriend new beau Whoever the hell he is to her, okay? All right. So the reason that they did not contact her was because of that. And I guess he didn't answer the phone. But my thing is, if somebody flatlines, you answer the phone regardless of how you feel. That's her family, their concern, all that, all that, all that, okay? Well, allegedly, what happened in this whole situation was I think what happened was, was I don't think that she, I think that she was, she got married to this guy. They say they got married in Vegas. I saw the last article I was looking at, it said they got married in Vegas, honey. Her and Daryl Crump. Now she's been married to Jeffrey Roll since 1992 to 2016. But somebody said it was a whole situation to where she ended up buying her husband a, a record label. I don't know if it's her new husband or her old husband that she's been with for years, but she ended up buying her husband a record label.
this is a typical Aries situation. I know no shade to Aries, but I been around Aries when they cause more drama when they're being secretive than they cause uh peace. Um, and a lot of times, oh, I'm not telling nobody something, or I'm not doing something, but they cause more of an issue when they're on the hush than they do. Uh, because if you don't want nobody to know something, or if you don't want nobody to make it public or make it news or anything like that, you talk to your sister or you call your daughter. And but apparently she's not on speaking terms with her daughter or her sisters or her sister, and have not been for a whole month. Now, the theory was that she ended up owing her ex-husband or she ended up owing some husband a record label. She got them a record label. I don't know. And Nikki Gilbert somehow got involved in it. Saying, oh, well, Kelly Price is my friend. Well, she's not really your friend if she's not answering the phone when you call, girl. Oh, and trust me when I say I know what a real friend is. Okay. And if you almost flatline anybody, anybody with this, anybody that's familiar to you, call you, you answer the phone. But she didn't want to. She didn't want to. Which is why we're here. I'm going to get my little 15 cents dealing with this, okay? Because this is what was going on around the time when this all popped up and she had the COVID case. And if I'm not mistaken, she somehow made something that was not about her, about her, and nobody was thinking about it. But we're canceling a certain artist that she worked with heavy in the 1990s. Because I noticed that they put heavy in the article that she's an American gospel artist. And I'm going to tell you why she's not an American gospel artist. And she can get mad at me and she can sue me and she can do whatever. There's, you can't sue somebody that don't have a bank account, dear. So I'm just going to call out what I know what was happening. So now with this all happening and this all going on. And I know how Negroes are because y'all can't just let somebody recover from being sick. You got to always talk to them about some drama going on that has nothing to do with you. But around this time when she was sick and she was trying to recover from her, um, from COVID. Something else was going on. Something else had started. You want to know what started? The R. Kelly cases. Y'all like what this R. Kelly and Kelly Price had to do with each other. Well, R. Kelly 
has written at least no at least a few songs for Kelly Price. And because y'all know y'all cancel R. Kelly, y'all canceling a whole slew of artists who have done music with him. Um, and these artists lose money too when you cancel R. Kelly's work. Let me continue. So the whole R. Kelly trial was going during this time where Kelly Price was recovering from COVID. Now I know y'all like why she would be concerned. It had nothing to do with her. Well, y'all canceled R. Kelly. And she has music. Some of her catalog was written by R. Kelly. Right? So. Her catalog being written by R. Kelly. Of course, this whole thing happened where she goes radio silent. Because most of you guys out here, even when you're on a Z list, you're a narcissist. So, of course, she's thinking about herself and she only cares about herself, right? So, she goes radio silent, doesn't talk to her sisters, doesn't talk to her daughter, doesn't talk to Nikki Gilbert. But apparently her and Nikki Gilbert ain't friends. Uh, so, Nikki Gilbert didn't quite understand it. And I just think that she was being a nosy middle-aged woman. Because you live long enough to be older, you become that nosy neighbor that always got no stuff. And she claimed that Kelly Price's daughter approached her. However, it was wrong for Nikki Gilbert to go on her podcast and to talk about her personal conversations that she had with her daughter and to tell her daughter to report that she is missing. It is a serious crime to do a false police report on someone being missing. That's a serious crime that's considered lying to the police. And people take that serious. You don't do that. And Nikki Gilbert was not supposed to come out and talk about that she was the one that told the daughter to look and do that. Look, to do that. And the reason about that, the reason why she shouldn't do that is because she needs to know all the whole information. Now, apparently Kelly Price was private about her issue between her and her sister. And her sister was more concerned about her wasting her money on some dingling. Because she said that, this, that she married this man after her mom passed away. Now, I wonder why that would concern her sister. Is it because the mom left a healthy lump sum of money in her wheel? And so she don't want Kelly to give it to some random nigga? Because to me, it seemed like both Nikki Gilbert and her sister were very selfish about this. Yeah, you concerned. Yeah, you worried. The only one who didn't come out and make a scene who was really actually worried about Kelly Price was Kelly Price's daughter. Clearly, because she didn't talk to TMZ. She didn't talk to BNC. She didn't talk to nobody. 
She talked to other people and they were the ones that made it a public thing. And it was selfish of Nikki Gilbert and her sister, who both promoted their personal business while in the process of pretending like they gave a damn about Kelly Price. But the reason why Kelly Price went radio silent is because she didn't want to be associated with the circus that was going on in the courtroom with R. Kelly. This is a theory. This is just me saying. But if you got music with R. Kelly, which everybody do, You have to be careful because y'all just hunting people. Y'all just taking people down and it's just because they're associated with somebody and y'all already canceled R. Kelly. Y'all canceled his music, but y'all don't want to cancel his stuff. And I know I'm putting it out there and I'm not going to tell y'all what music she got with him. I'm not going to tell y'all the song because I'm not want to keep Kelly Price from making money. Anyway, any who, anyhow, y'all, the moral of this story is to anybody out here regardless if you're beefing with your family because I already brought it up with the Clark sisters but see, I didn't know the whole story with the Clark sisters. And now that I know the whole story with the Clark sisters and their sister Denise, I now see that she was not depicted correctly. And that's a whole nother story, honey, that we that I ain't talking about. But other people know the whole story and know the truth, including Denise. Y'all... Y'all don't tell people how to deal with the trauma that they've gone through. That's all I have to say with that one. But I'm going to say this. If you're not trying to make a scene or trying to be relevant or clout chase, have your raggedy ass, bald headed ass, hoe ass husband answer the phone when your sister or at least when your daughter calls you. Her sister and Nikki Gilbert by themselves made this a circus. And I understand you want your privacy, but at least talk to your daughter. Unless you and her beefing too. If you didn't want this to be a big deal and you know how your family is, you know how your family is, especially if you have a sister and you know your sister is the cloud chasing. 
And you know that one of your cast members from R&B Divas is a cloud chaser too. Why would you not answer your phone? You cause more of a scene than you did. People leave you alone. Just answer your phone to the people that matters to you. So they won't make a big scene and have the freaking Georgia, the freezing freaking police in Cobb County coming to your house doing stuff like this. And yes, charges can be pressed on you for that. You can go to jail for that. You're not supposed to do that. And it was not okay that taxpayers' money was wasted on this whole circus. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. This whole thing made my butt itch. It really did. Just answer your phone. and you All, all you got to do is answer your child. You ain't have to answer your sister because she's messy. I saw that for what it was. I, I sensed through her. I, I didn't even have to hear what she had to say. I just sensed with her spirit that she was messy. But if you know you around messy people in your family, just answer the phone to the messy uh succubus. They're like, hey, I'm good. Now get out of my face. Get you one of them uh, crystal ornaments we talked about last Christmas. <laughs> to get the evil spirits out your life. Um, Tomorrow, we'll be talking about Mimi Falls' mom. I'm going to tell y'all this. When I was watching Love and Hip Hop with Mimi Falls, and the reason why I uh, want to talk about it is because I didn't know what cult her mother was in. And y'all know we just got off of cult week. And I wanted to see what was going on and what happened because I know Mimi Falls said that she wasn't able to see her mom before she passed away. And I thought it was like a sad and tragic story, but I didn't know the whole story. So we will be talking about Mimi Falls' mother, what cult she was in, what happened. Y'all you know tomorrow's our last day because I'm not sitting up here doing all this because it's holiday season. Bitch, don't kill my Christmas vibes, okay? I am jingle belling all the way. It's even though it's just November the 3rd. <laughs> With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. These walls are thin. And if you don't want your messy family members going to TMZ and BNC and all of that, just answer the phone or send them a text message. Leave me the F alone, Shirley. You getting on my nerves. I don't like you. Kind of mess. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you guys have a lovely day. I am so outie.